Find yourself in the Beachview area of Pittsburgh? Check out the official pizza of this show, Slice on Broadway, sharing an abnormal obsession with pizza we can relate to. Check them out at SliceOnBroadway.com and tell them this show sent you. I'm hungry, spark, but I ain't starving yet. Chain for the pain, cocktail for set. Never said I was a gangster or thug, but I'm an animal. Peanut for the taste of the fly. Hey guys, it's the Indie Mayhem Show, episode 107. I'm Mike Sorg, at Sorgatron on the Twitter. A video producer down here in Pittsburgh, PA. Working with the International Wrestling Cartel, Renegade Wrestling Alliance, and other productions, including finding Zach Gowan over at IndieWrestling.us. My uh, compatriot, Eamon, is not with us this week. He's had some internet and some other issues. Uh, Maybe there's snow in Texas, God forbid. Uh, You know, what's going on there? Uh, But we got a great, great guest also from that state coming up here in just one moment. But first, please go check out WrestlingMayhemShow.com for this and other shows. Subscribe to Indie Mayhem Show on all the audio and video formats. And also drop us a line, 412-206-WMS0 is the hotline or good times at WrestlingMayhemShow.com where you can drop us a line about uh, uh, interviews coming up. If, if you have any questions, people we should interview and, or thoughts in general on the show, Indie Wrestling we should check out and, and anything else your little heart would desire uh, and of course we're here live wrestlingmamshow.com live.wrestlingmamshow.com every tuesday night 11 p.m eastern time sometimes we have to do the interviews at different times but we try to get them here in this time slot 9 p.m for the regular wrestling mayhem show and whatever else comes along so let's go back in time for my talk with shane taylor on the line now with the man from Texas. Hey, he used to steamroll over the competition up here in the greater Pittsburgh area. I had the great, great fortune to film a lot of his career up here in the Steel City. Uh, and uh, and uh, had some great conversations with him. But now I, I keep hearing him pop up from our boy Eamon down in Texas. Inspire Pro all over the place. Now pop it up in Ring of Honor. Shane Taylor. Notorious Shane Taylor. On the line with us from, from, from down south. How you doing down there? Good, brother. Thank you for having me on. Thank you for having me. It's good to have a chance to catch up with you. Uh, of course, uh, we were just talking about you, you, you're you not dealing with uh, uh, crazy snow and ice storms like we do up in Pittsburgh anymore. I have to think that's yeah. the that's an entire motiv- motivation for you to move down south, right? <laughs> uh, <laughs> I mean, of course, that factors in a little bit. I'm not I'm not going to lie. But, you know, I'm a kid from Cleveland, man, so I'm, I'm used to snow and ice and you know, dirty slush and gray skies. So that that's what I call home, you know? So, um, honestly, the biggest, uh, the biggest factor in me deciding to actually move down here, uh, to Houston was, uh, Ray Rowe. You know, he, uh, he had been telling me for years because he had moved down about four years prior. Uh, and he had been telling me, you know, come down here, man. There's a lot of opportunities down here. There's nobody like you down here. Uh, you can really do some big things. And um, I had gotten to a place back up north where I had wrestled for everybody and done pretty much all I could do. I had reached a plateau um, from, you know, from a performing aspect and uh, an ideal aspect. So I decided to uh, just revamp and reinvent myself down here. And it's worked out for the best. That's awesome. I want to get back to that in a moment and talk about your career even up here in that transition. Uh, but first, we like to, like say, we, we started an indie version of this show because we figure everybody involved, you know, myself, Eamon being part, part, our small part in the wrestling industry in the indies, um, we're here because we're fans of wrestling. So uh, we like to ask, uh, what what is your earliest memory of pro wrestling that really kind of caught your attention? 
my earliest memory of pro wrestling uh, actually wasn't even in a ring or like or or a match or you know watching the guys my dad is good friends with lee haney and so back in the days of the richfield coliseum all the guys would come in um and they would go to gold's gym and my dad you know being uh ex-army like he, he used to go in there and lift with all these guys so you know there i have memories of him lifting with the road warriors and you know, the old, old, old ultimate warrior and all these guys, they were just superhumanly big and superhumanly strong. And I remember the impression that they left on me. And I was like, I want to do whatever they do to get that big, <laughs> you know? Um, so that was my uh, first uh, encounter with that. And then my dad took me uh, to the Ridgefield Coliseum. I'm pretty sure some guys left with some tickets or, or something. And uh, I remember watching Carrie Von Eric versus the Warlord, you know, and uh, it went to a double count out and just the place went absolutely bonkers. You had people throwing stuff and um, and all kind of stuff. And it was just like, man, for whatever they do to get that emotion out of people and to have people that invested. And I'm like, that's that's something that I want to do. That's something that I feel uh would make me happy and uh you know and and the rest is history wow that's amazing so so how did you go from that uh, uh you know going from retro coliseum and seeing that to saying i'm going to get in the ring like where where did that come across where did you find the opportunities uh after after high school and college you know i wrestled in high school and college and um i i had always wanted to wanted to get into pro wrestling but back then the only thing I knew was like, all right, well, there's the E and then there's WCW. But, you know, at that time, I think WCW was just on its way out. And uh, so I was like, okay, how do I, uh, how do I get involved? And then I started going with some buddies to some indie shows around the Cleveland and Pittsburgh area, you know, seeing guys like Sterling and uh, uh, Corey Gray's for those that don't know is, name before he was in the fed uh, um and guys like Loki and samoa joe and of course ray Rowe and j-rock and you know shima and just all these guys that are now doing such great things and i remember going okay well there's obviously another path than and going straight you know with with vince uh so i got a hold of uh, j-rock um and uh met him at the show in pennsylvania or not in Pennsylvania, sorry, but in Painesville, Ohio. Uh, it's called New Era Pro Wrestling, run by a guy named Eddie Edwards. Uh, not, not the, not the, uh, not the American Wolf. Another guy. Uh, and uh, I was in uh, just talking with him. Uh, got got to do some stuff, and was blessed enough that uh, he he took a liking to me as well as Ray Rowe, and uh, they kind of just guided me along with them, and I got to do got to see a whole bunch of places and do some really cool stuff. That's awesome. That's awesome. And of course, I know you came in the the picture down here in Pittsburgh area. I know you from the International Wrestling Cartel, Renegade Wrestling Alliances. Uh you mm-hmm. had a lot to do with both those those things. But I think you really came to your in your own uh certainly with the Renegade Wrestling Alliance. Uh you're on top had the title there and and really 
Uh, I've seen a couple of times people go from some of the other groups around here to the RWA and really kind of flourish. Jason Gorey comes to mind with that. He's the first the first time I saw mm-hmm. him in there. It was just like, oh, this is different, you know, and this really this is really oh, interesting. And, and of course, uh, again, seeing you pop up, it's like, oh, I remember him. He's always you know beating people up in IWC and really just kind of on a new level. I think I think when I first came in filming for for RWA. You were you you might have been um, um, starting to really kind of tear things apart in there. Can you talk a little bit about that mm-hmm. experience? Well, of course. Uh, yeah, I, I I credit them for uh, really being uh, the first place to kind of let me be me. Uh, same with Pro Wrestling Express too. Uh, down down there in my key sport, they mm-hmm. really kind of just took the chains off me and said, "Hey, go be you." And that's that's something that I I've been trying to convey to promoters up that way, um, because you know when I first started, and, and I'm sure there's 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 still you know some of this going on. Things were just very clicky, um, and coming from an athletic background like I had, it was a very difficult transition into pro wrestling mentally for me because you know. Uh, coming from, you know, the wrestling mat or football field, if I work harder than you and I'm better than you, I I should be ahead of you, you know? So that's the mindset that I had going in. And of course, professional wrestling is different. So it was the first time in my life that my success was determined by someone else's opinion. Um, So that to me was, was very difficult. Um, and and for a while, you know, the only thing that people saw me as was, you know, just an enforcer guy or just an extra guy that, you know, other guys brought along. And so I think uh, while it allowed me to be at those places and, and do some cool stuff, it hindered me because people didn't want to put me outside of that box. Um, and it wasn't until I went to RWA uh, and Feel Bad was like, hey, man. Um, we're just going to let you kind of do what you want and, and be you and the rest is up to you. So, and that's something that I pride myself in. I always tell people, you give me one opportunity to be me. If I can't get it done, that's on me. But uh, anytime that any promotion has gone out there and let Shane Taylor be Shane Taylor, I've been successful. Uh, Same with Luke Hawks and Wildcat Sports. Uh, I'm the first uh, African-American champion in Wildcat sports, the first two-time champion in Wildcat sports. And it's all because it's a place that uh, allows me to be myself. Uh, Whether people gravitate towards me as a good guy or they hate my guts as a bad guy, it kind of depends on the area. But um, Shane Taylor, just being allowed to be Shane Taylor is what's made me successful. That's amazing. And is this you? You say you just kind of hit the ceiling here, and of course, Ray Rowe uh, obviously was probably prodding you along. I mean, he's he's a guy again from the Cleveland area. Another guy that came through mm-hmm. here with the uh, International Wrestling Wrestling Cartel, and, uh, and and again, it seems like he's completely flourishing and obviously going on to Ring of Honor and doing some great stuff mm-hmm. there as well. Um, what was kind of the final well, thing? One half of the tag team champions right now. Uh, exactly, exactly. Uh, what was the last thing? What was kind of the thing that put you over the? I got to make the move to texas this has to happen um i there 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 was no real tipping point it was just to me 
I'm I'm a person that's very goal oriented. I'm very driven. And if I feel like I'm not progressing, then I feel like I have to change something. And where I was at, I was just where I was. I mean, while I was doing a lot of shows and, you know, having a lot of fun, it was the same guys, same same shows. And I I really felt that um, I wasn't improving as much as I wanted to. And I, I felt like my ceiling was lower there than it is here. Uh, you come down here, there's, there's, it's all new guys, all new challenges, all new promotions. So, uh, it really pushed me to try to reinvent myself and, and change just about everything. Uh, so that presented a very, uh, a very interesting challenge that I, that I welcome, uh, because my mind, uh, doesn't allow me to really be stagnant. So I, uh, so I crave things like that. That's awesome. And we're showing a little bit of footage of you and Wildcut with the belt uh, with Ray Rowe mm-hmm. uh, here on the feed. Definitely go check that out on uh, on their YouTube channel as well. Uh, so from there, so so what's, you know, you're, you're hitting up a, a lot of different uh, uh, promotions. I know you popped up in Inspire Pro Wrestling with our friend from the show, uh, uh, Amos, mm-hmm. part of. Uh, can you talk about uh, some of the groups down there? Because it really seems like the Texas scene has kind of, um, at least perceptually, as we've seen from Amos' eyes over the years, um, really right. kind of exploded over the last few years with great talent, great shows, and a lot of interesting stuff. Can you speak a little bit to that? And what, mm-hmm. what are you what do you see happening there? What's the vibe down there in comparison to something like Pittsburgh, Cleveland, uh, a greater area? I mean, it's really crazy to compare them because they're so different. Um, But Texas has been doing great stuff for years. The the problem with Texas is that it's so big that it's kind of like a world unto itself. Like it's like its own little wrestling world. And then everything else is outside of Texas. Like, um, for example, it was a funny story that I heard uh, when Ray first did the ROH, his first ROH thing in San Antonio, he had been wrestling down here for years. He got there and people thought he would, he had quit wrestling. Like no one had ever heard, like no one heard that he was even wrestling down here, you know? Uh, so, you know, but you have such great talent down here. You know, you have guys like, guys like my partner, Keith. Keith Lee, shout out to Keith Lee, one half of the Pretty Boy Killers. Uh, you have, you know, all the guys at Pro Wrestling Texas, like like Ray Rowe and Houston Carson and Mike Dell and Ricky Starks and all these great guys. Um, uh, the NWA World Heavyweight Champion Jack Dane, um, you know, all the way to, uh, you know, Booker T's place down here, Reality of Wrestling, uh, with the Heavenly Bodies. Also from Global Force Wrestling and Pro Wrestling Syndicate in in, in Jersey, uh, you know uh, Ryan, Ryan Davison and Mysterious Q and just so many great talents down here. Um, and then you compare that the 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 Texas scene can really be compared uh, with any any area throughout the country. You know whether that be the Northeast, whether that be you know Cali with all their guys the the talent in texas is on par with all of them that's awesome and, and we're also looking at a little bit here some great names going on down there it's, it's great to hear what's happening in that area but you also like ray Rowe, uh seem to be following that same line and now you're showing up in uh future of honor uh matches for for ring of honor as well with your partner keith lee mm-hmm. oh yeah for i mean that's it's it's been a 
long, long road, you know, and, and I, I've got to see uh, just how Ray's taken his road from, from being on top of the world to being in this motorcycle accident and watching him kind of uh, rise from the ashes like he did with that to, you know, achieving, you know, just one of the many goals that he has, you know, and, and I've gotten to see him go to England and, and Germany and Japan and there's all this amazing things that I get to watch one of my best friends do. And uh, he's been so influential for me in my career. You know, I think it was just a natural progression to kind of uh, kind of follow his lead and uh, and really take some of the same steps to try to reach the same successes that 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 he has. And I've been very, very blessed to to work for Ring, for Ring of Honor for a few shows now and, and doing the feud or honor match was big. Um, it got a great, great response from all of our fans, from the ring of honor fans to, you know, all the fans from across the country that I've gotten to, to perform in front of and, uh, being on that stage, uh, is just, it's, it's beyond words for me right now because there's so much work that's been put into it and so much work that still has to be put into it to, uh, to stay on on the same level, uh, if not try to sur- surpass, you know, guys like Red Dragon, you know, or the or or the Briscoes or Daniels and Kazarian or you know Rhett Titus and Kenny King. Just so many guys there. Of course, the world champ, you know, Jay Lethal. Just name after name of guys that are just on top of this business. And so to be in the same locker room as them, and to see them you know, ho- hopefully, you know, as peers is, is a very, uh, it's a very humbling experience. And, uh, but again, I, I, I look forward to that challenge and I look forward to, you know, bigger and better things and trying to, uh, make sure that everybody around the world knows that my name belongs with their names as well. That's awesome. Uh, you know, we've had a uh, Keith Lee on here, uh, uh, two times on the show, and, uh, you know, what's it like working with him? He's, he seems like a, a very entertaining guy in the ring, uh, moves like crazy for, for a, looks like for a guy his size, uh, you know, much like you. Uh, what, what, how did that pairing happen? And, and, and what's it like working with him? Uh, the, the pairing happened. Uh, we were at a show here in Houston. Uh, it was a Lone Star Championship Wrestling and, we had had a match with, with Jack Stane and Ray Rowe and uh, it was just an instant chemistry there. And we, and we kind of just felt like, you know what, like we're, we're both doing cool stuff by ourselves, but if we tagged up and made, you know, made a team out of this, we, we could really do some, some great things. Um, so that's where the idea first started. And then, but we couldn't, we, we didn't really do anything with it. And then we went to, uh, one of those Ring of Honor shows, and and Keith and I both like to you know uh, dress well and be seen. So people saw that, and then seeing us together it was like, oh wow, we we really like that, you know. So then, uh, uh, so then we we really started to talk because that was what was all on their mind. So we said, hey, if this is going to be, you know, if this is going to be our way in, then let's do it and let let's do it to the max. Uh, so we, so we have been, and we've been, you know, we've been kind of hot ever since, you know, and Keith is a, 
Keith, Keith's a funny dude, man. He's 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 a big nerd, you know. He's he's a big anime guy. Uh, it's not really what I do, you know what I mean? Because you know, I'm 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 just a kid from Cleveland. So, um, if you give me sports and or or a good boxing match, and I'm and I'm, and I'm straight. Um, but the guy in in the ring is absolutely phenomenal. He's a monster. I he's one of the strongest guys I've ever been in the ring with one of the strongest guys that I've, I've ever worked out with and to have his agility and, and speed and to do the things that he can do in the ring is mind blowing. Uh, I just saw him wrestle Ray Rowe for VIP just a few days ago in Arlington and uh, Ray gave him a monkey flip and the guy landed on his feet. Like, he, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like you, 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 you couldn't ask, ask guys, 180 to do that and here he is at you know 330 you know making it look easy you know so Keith Keith is a, Keith is a special athlete and a very special talent I think that's the one that I, I was tweeting uh, last night uh, from from his feed it's featured actually in our uh, around the indies over at indiewrestling.us and there's like kind of the uh, the 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 still by still I guess of the action <laughs> it's incredible oh yeah definitely go go check that out um, as well uh, that's awesome uh, it's great to hear that you're doing uh, uh, great stuff down in Texas see the, see that you're moving along coming up I can't wait to see you on my TV every week speaking of TV what are you watching these days what are you watching either for entertainment to watch to to keep up on what's happening in the world of wrestling like what's kind of got your attention right now. Oh, well, right now, of course, you know, it's a lot of ring of honor, you know, on on Comet and all your local Sinclair stations. Check your local listings. Um, uh, big into uh, New Japan, too, on Axis and all that stuff. Nice. Uh, other than that, man, with my daughter and everything, man, she kind of takes up the priority of, of my time and deservedly so. So... Uh, just watching Netflix with with her and um, lots of King Julian and you know other stuff like that. <laughs> but uh, it, but it, if I do watch watch wrestling, it, it's usually Ring of Honor or, or New Japan. Is is she into the wrestling yet? She is. She actually nice. does. Uh, she actually does the two the two sweet hand sign. So <laughs> <laughs> uh, she she's been watching it with me. So. You know, every time I see her, you know, I'll come in, I'll give her a big hug and a kiss, a high five, and a too sweet, and then we're off doing our thing. That's awesome. Other thing we like to ask here is, uh, and you can take this uh, any direction you want to, uh, as far as you want. Um, what's the best and the worst thing about working in indie wrestling up to this point? Oh wow! Uh, the best thing about indie wrestling is getting to really control your schedule uh, and, you know, kind of make your own rules about how you want to be perceived. Uh, the the ability to interact with our, our fans on a very intimate level uh, is true, is truly great too, because they see you and you see them. There's no, it's not just, they're not just a number, you know, like you, you get to see, before and after the show, just how much people enjoy what you do and the kind of power that you can have over over people in a very positive way. You know, I've had fans come up to me and, you know, tell me that, you know, I, I inspired them to start, you know, lifting or running or doing something that tried to better their lives. And, and for me, just being, you know, a kid from Cleveland who wasn't supposed to do anything, 
to me, that's, that's, that's crazy. You know, it, 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 it's something that I, that I cherish and it's something that, um, I take very seriously because I, I want to be, you know, someone that people can relate to and someone that people can, uh, can find inspiration from. And as far as the negative things about indie wrestling, uh, I don't know, man, some, sometimes it's just, uh, the way, the way things are run and, and just the attitudes and, and, and clicks and egos that, are, that, that are behind, you know, some wrestling, which is, it, it, it's good to have an ego. I, I think that, you know, sometimes that gets thrown around like, like, like it's a bad thing, but everybody should feel like they're the best or trying to be the best. If not, then there's no point in doing this. Like no one just says, Hey, I just want to be some guy on a show. You know, you, you want to be the best. You want to make the most money. You want to be on the most shows. You want to do all of that. So, uh, but some, but some guys do get carried away. So I think when you're trying to work with those guys, that presents a problem. And that's, those are some of the negatives that come with, you know, being on the Indies and doing that. But overall, it's the best job in the world. Uh, I get paid to talk trash and punch people in the face. So <laughs> I can't really complain. That's amazing. Uh, what's coming up for you? What should people uh, look out for um, either on TV, maybe, or, or, or in the Indies, in Texas, online, wherever oh. people can find you? Let them know. Of course. Uh, uh, social media platforms also are, are at Shane216Taylor uh, on Twitter and Instagram. If you live uh, in Texas or the surrounding states, you can always catch me on Booker T's Reality of Wrestling on MyCW39 uh, here in Houston, Sundays at 11 a.m. Always check out you know the Wildcat Sports, Wildcat with the K, YouTube, Instagram and Twitter, uh, two-time heavyweight champion there. March 12th is their next show in New Orleans. Uh, Myself versus Stevie Richards and Mike Dell. And also, um, I'm trying to think now. There's so many shows on my schedule. I'm trying not not to forget anybody. (laughs) Um, This weekend, uh, Friday night, uh, the 19th, uh nwa revolution in mcallen texas and then february 20th the big six-man tag at pinball's kingdom in buta texas for pro wrestling texas uh my myself and keith lee with uh ryan mantel versus war machine uh the the ring of honor tag champions war machine and the nwa world heavyweight champion jack stain so if if you can get to any of those shows uh you should and uh, you are going to have a great time, I promise you. Awesome. Shane, it's great to connect with you again. Great to uh, touch base. Uh, it's awesome to see everything going uh, great down there in Texas. Thank you so much. And if uh, you guys want to check out some of his uh, back catalog, we got a lot of it over at IndieWrestling.us. Uh, just look up Shane Taylor. And, uh, of course, you go, you'll pop up a lot on our Around the Indies articles as well, doing all the stuff you're doing down there. Uh, but there's a lot of back catalog with RWA, IWC as well. Uh, thank you so much. Go check them out. Hey, we're going to take a peek back at some more from our 10-year party at Looking for Group here in uh, the Pittsburgh area. Area, and uh, we'll be right back talking about more indie wrestling. Yeah, how did it uh, affect my life? Uh, well, 
As a young boy, I always watched the internet. Well, I had dial-up, but I watched some of the internet, and I just thought I would love to be on the internet right now. Like me, my person on, on the screen of the interwebs. And it changed my life because finally I was put on the interwebs by this. Indie Mayhem Show, such a great conversation there with Shane Taylor. Uh, go check him out, Shane216 Taylor on the Twitters. And uh, check out shows coming up no matter when, when you're uh, listening to this. So, uh, Eamon has been eaten by the indie wrestling um, shark. That's what I'm going with right now. Uh, he's not available for us here on the Indie Mayhem Show. Uh, so, we have two people to. Uh, uh, replace him this week to talk about some indie wrestling for this latter half of the show. First of all, here locally, uh, also from the Pittsburgh area, and the guy that knows more about IWC wrestling than I do, it is the Riz. Riz plays games on the Twitter and the uh, YouTube. Hi, Sorg. Thank you for having me again. Hi, welcome back. Also with us, the sirens sound like they're going over there, so look out for him. Antonio Garza rep- representing the WrestlingRevolution.com, the W Revolution on the Twitter. What is happening over there? <laughs> I don't know. I, I live downtown, so there's always sirens. Going. Oh, okay, okay. That, that that makes sense. That makes sense. Uh, coming at us from uh, El Paso, Texas, where there are sirens going on. Uh, so, <laughs> um, and of course, our resident expert in uh, Mexican wrestling had a great special with us. Uh, if you check out the feed over WrestlingMayhemShow.com, there's a, a Mexican wrestling special. Uh, Amen and, and and Garza here actually educated me on on what's going on uh, south of the border and how how you can kind of get involved with it. I'm I'm paying attention at least on the Instagram, so uh, that, that's, that's been that's been kind of fun for me. So um, I know there's some news coming up, Garza, that you're looking at. Uh, what's going on in indie wrestling that 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 you've kind of got your finger on? Okay, so uh, the two shows that I'm looking forward now are. Ring of Honor's are they're taking their their show to New Japan Pro uh well to Japan with New Japan Pro Wrestling Honor Rising. Um, I have a full card here. It's gonna be two nights. Uh, the first night uh, we have Dalton Castle doing his Japanese debut for New Japan. Uh, teaming now with uh, Ryusuke Taguchi versus Jushin Tiger Liger and Matt Seidel. Uh, we have a, a battle. Of the Bookers between Delirious and Ghetto. We have uh, Frankie Kasarian from uh, TNA, you probably know, uh, versus Kushida. Uh, another big uh, match we have is Ring of Honor's uh, World Television Championship being defended. Uh, Roderick Strong takes on Tomohiro Ishii. And if you know Tomohiro Ishii, you know this match is going to give. Uh, the the fans a concussion because <laughs> these guys are hard hitting like it, it scares me sometimes. <laughs> uh, for the second night, the the big uh matches that we have is Kushida and Moose Moose uh taking on on Tetsuya Naito and Bushi from Los Ingobernables de Japón. Uh, we have. The, the team of Toru Giano and the Briscoe Brothers, the weirdest team in, in history, I think, uh, defending their never-open-weight six-man championship against uh, Kenny Omega and the Young Bucks, a.k.a. the Elite. Uh, 
And the, the main uh, the main event of this second night is going to be Jay Lethal defending his Ring of Honor World Title versus one half of the IWGP Tag Champions Tomoaki Homa. Uh, the the show seems solid. I, I think uh, there's going to be good wrestling all over. Uh, I don't know if if you've been following Ring of Honor lately or, or in Japan, uh, but but both companies are, are I think a they have like pretty, pretty, pretty good wrestling, so it's going to be interesting to see all these combinations. Yeah, it's nice to see like again this kind of combination. You know, we've we've had a lot of Japanese stuff uh, of them visiting uh, here in America, uh, but uh, is, is this on pay per view? I pay per view. What's what's uh? Are we able to check this out live, or is this something that we're going to get on the on demand if we're a member? It will, it will be live in the New Japan uh, World. Oh, uh, good. The, their Japanese version of the WWE network. Okay. Uh, they will have it later on for on demand, also on the New Japan Pro Wrestling World. This feels like um, because I mean I feel like we're getting back to just the best wrestling, you know, more than anything. Which I mm-hmm. felt like that's what Ring of Honor was back in the day, whereas it was bringing together all these kind of sparse indie guys and and and, and having kind of the pinnacle of wrestling happen and and like i'm even looking at their 14th anniversary poster over here and you know again we have uh you know a, a triple threat match with uh, uh truth martini adam cole kyle gray uh, but uh who's the japanese guy that's on this poster uh kashinda okada. Uh, uh, okada's on here uh, as well i mean they're just really just bringing everything in and really mixing that and since something that's the hot thing so everybody's saying oh what's 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 happening over in japan and ring of honor having this relationship i think is really really a good thing uh, really really cool to see and it's like again kind of that i want to see this kind of wrestling and it's it, and and i think new japan and roh really lend, lend them each other uh lend themselves to each other's style for sure uh so i think it's great to see uh riz i i don't know if you're you're digging too too much in the japanese or ring of honor stuff but what do you think about this coming up i'm not really like you said, I'm not really into the ring. I in the New Japan stuff, even though I have hinted at multiple times that I was going to uh, shell out the 9.99 yen and get New Japan World. Um, but I love this, love these crossovers they're doing. I, I love the connection that ROH has with with uh, New Japan. I, I just love seeing two different styles of wrestling the like America and Japan collide all the time. Uh, Jushin Thunder Liger is always a sight to see whenever he's in sight. Um, and it, it's just, um, I, I love them every time I see them. They do something new and entertaining. And this has all the makings of another one of these. Awesome. Awesome. Uh, so go check that out, ROHWrestling.com. Hey, if nothing else, like even if you don't have it in your area, uh, uh, Ring of Honor has has the episodes on every week on their website. Uh, they go up Thursdays, and you do, I think you have to sign up for the free membership, but uh, but otherwise they're they're completely uh, accessible to everybody, and they're not really timely to be honest. Uh, so I mean, it's wrestling. It's not even going to really kind of reflect even the pay-per-view for that weekend or anything like that. It's a weirdly kind of on its own sort of thing. So you can just check that out to check out Ring of Honor and kind of, if you like it, go the further case and uh, pick up their on-demand service or, uh, or, or check out one of their iPay per views or, or New Japan World uh, if you're really into it. 
Uh, I think it's a really cool option. So, and also uh, Pro Wrestling Gorilla. Now, uh, Pro Wrestling Gorilla, I've been hearing so much about, even more so. Of course, you know, it's mm-hmm. it's been talked about for a while on this show. Uh, but I've been listening to, of course, We Watch Wrestling, a really awesome podcast uh, out, out, out west. And uh, I hear nothing but Pro Wrestling Gorilla on that show. It's <laughs> WWE and PWG. Nothing else exists. Yeah, if you're in the, on the West Coast, uh, PWG is definitely the place to be. Uh, I live in Texas, and I've flown over to California just for those shows uh, every year. And I'm actually not, considering going to the next shows. And you're not the only uh, one that you're not, you're not the only one, one that's gone to Texas out already. Wow. Yeah, probably. Well, they they haven't sold out the the, the tickets. It's very uh, for the next year. It's in February 18. I shouldn't be saying that. Is because people are going to hear it and then they're going to go buy tickets and I'm going to have to buy for tickets. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, they, they just announced the cards for the All-Star Weekend number 12. Uh, it's going to be on March 4th and 5th. Uh, just a quick rundown of the cards. Uh, we have Trevor Lee, uh, the current TNA uh, X Division champion versus Chuck Taylor, Chucky e. T. We have Chris Hero versus Marty Skrull. Marty Skrull uh, is one of the, those guys that are just popping from the UK and they're just making so much noise. We have Drew Galloway versus Trent, a uh, battle of the of the wired guys. <laughs> we have Tommy Ann from the UK versus Kyle O'Reilly. We have Adam Cole versus Zack Sabre Jr. And that just sounds amazing. Yes. We have uh, Roderick Strong defending the PWG world title versus Mark Andrews. And we have the Young Bucks versus Ricochet and Matt Seidel for the titles. If, if you've seen the Bucks and if you've seen Ricochet, aka Prince Puma, or Matt Seidel, you know this match is just going to be off the charts. Uh, th- that's only night one. Here comes like night two. We have Marty Scurro versus Chuck Taylor. Uh, you're gonna see the same name pretty much. Uh, you have Mark Andrews versus Evil Uno, formerly player Uno from the Super Smash Brothers. We have Drew Galloway versus Trevor Lee. We have uh, Ricochet and Matt Seidel versus Tommy End and Chris Hero. We have Adam Cole versus Trent. The Young Bucks versus Reed Dragon. And again, if you've seen this guy's fight in Ring of Honor or New Japan, you know they're just amazing. And our final match is for the PWG world title is Roderick Strong versus Zack Sabre Jr. And I've seen those guys fight twice already. This is going to be the third one and it's going to be amazing. Why can't we have that stuff over here, Zorg? <laughs> I don't know, that whole West Coast thing. Well, it's like, easier to get Japanese people, I think, uh, or yeah, Japanese, uh, the New Japan people uh, uh, on the West Coast, I'm sure, geographically, uh, if they're going to fly anywhere. Uh, no, it's uh, man. I, I I cannot figure out. It, it's it's it's. They're not making it on the ticket sales unless they're and they're not charging like a ridiculous amount for this, right? I mean, this is still like maybe what twenty dollar tickets or something. No, no, no. Oh, jeez. No, oh, jeez. Never mind. Okay, wait, yeah. wait, 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 wait. Okay, so so I just figured out their model. <laughs> I did not realize this is what was happening. So you look at these videos, and you're like, I can't figure this out. I'm looking at this. It's such a small venue. There's a couple hundred people in there, right? Sword. But they, it's uh, five hundred, uh, approximately. It's five hundred. They sell, they sell it's, alcohol uh, there. They sell alcohol, yeah, it, and plus the tickets range from fifty-five dollars for standing room only to seventy dollars. 
Yes. Holy crap. No wonder was, they're doing so well. And I can assure you, those tickets sell out within minutes. That's crazy. Yeah. And their DVDs, they have so many great people on there. I, like, I'm looking at like that that night one, just like like scanning that thing, and, and what you just talked about. And I'm like, that's 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 an all star show. That's like the best of the best. This is what Ring of Honor was 10, 15 years ago. Well, I guess they just had their 14th anniversary coming up, but yeah, like 10 years ago, this is what Ring of Honor looked like. You're like all those guys I hear about in all these places in Pittsburgh and Chicago and New York, and here all of them are in, in Ring of Honor. PWG. I think is very clearly the next Ring of Honor on that level, and 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 it's just absolutely insane. They got such a great thing going there. It's a who's who's. Uh, and how long have they been around? Well, this is the number twelve uh, All Star Weekend, so I think it's actually uh, it's going to be thirteen years this this year. They started pretty similar to Ring of Honor and, and all those other companies. They 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 have found themselves like a niche audience. And they just make it work. Uh, they they have no need to go into bigger buildings because they know they can sell out within minutes. At like fifty dollar, fifty five dollar tickets, you know. Uh, you this is the company where Regal found Kevin Kevin Steen. He found uh, pretty much everyone that they signed uh, with the Kevin with Kevin Steen. So I mean, they're bringing those guys in. Uh, you constantly see like Dave Meltzer, Ronda Rousey, Sofia Vergara, like coming to the shows. Excellent. Because yeah, because it's the it's the, the thing they were the place to be. Amazing, amazing, absolutely amazing. Uh, go check it out, prowrestlinggorilla.com, and it just it just is completely mind blowing. And just even looking, I'm looking through some of their DVD history, and it's just it's just you know, again ten years ago. It's, it's it's all those names that you expect the M Dogs and Christopher Daniels and and, and everything uh, in 2003 when they started. So it's crazy. Uh, go check it out, prowrestlinggorilla.com. Um, so around the indies, a lot of great stuff, a lot of uh, great visual uh, uh, stuff going on, as usual, by the great Matt Carlins. Uh, as usual, uh, Pro Wrestling Gorilla, Dalton Castle made his debut recently uh, for them at the Bowie event. Um, also uh, involved uh, uh, Roderick Strong defending against uh, Drew Galloway. And a whole uh, Chuck Taylor, of course, against Dalton Castle. I see he gets to keep his name there. Um, um, so great stuff. Uh, Drake Drake Words. Uh, wait, that's the uh, it's a, a, a NXT referee uh, uh, Drake actually. Yeah. Uh, so awesome to see him coming back to Combat Zone Wrestling <laughs> at their 17 event this past uh, week. He was uh, inducted in the CZW Hall of Fame. That's cool. Uh, uh, women's superstar uncensored his sister promotion to Z- CZW also had a sh- show including um, Leva, Leva Bates Blue Pants defending the uh, spirit title against Hania the Howling Huntress <laughs> that's amazing <laughs> absolute intense wrestling Snow Cleveland go figure sorry John Thorne <laughs> uh, friend of the show but I see uh, so they of course they had a lot of cancellations show still went on because they're Cleveland and they don't give a fuck uh, and there was a strip tease that happened with Dick Justice and Missy Hyatt with uh, Tracy Smothers and Jock Sampson in tow. Uh, that's a DVD that will probably not be for the kids. Uh, a lot of other great stuff in there, including, hey, there it is, some super monkey action. Jake Clemens also in that one as well, uh, doing the flip. So go check that out. A lot of visual stuff. Uh, thank you, Matt Carlin, for checking that out. RJ City, Ray Lynn, 
future and past. Oh, this flip I got to show you guys on the video. Um, Ray Rowe uh, uh, tweeted this. This is a sequence where he monkey flipped Keith Lee, who we just had on here a couple weeks ago, and uh, he lands on his feet. Keith Lee is like 310, 320 pounds, and he just flipped and landed on his feet. Absolutely ridiculous. And we discussed that, of course, earlier tonight on uh, with our interview. Uh, 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 Abyss made his uh, made a return to the area with Vicious Outcast Wrestling. Burt LeGrant talked to him, of course, uh, and uh, he's promising to come back as well. And uh, goes also uh, Gory against friends of the show Andrew Palace and Jimmy Nuts in a triple threat match. Sure to be a classic. Look for that on uh, on a digital download indie wrestling us or uh, smartmark video very very soon uh, actually just got in today some inside info uh, the uh, sign of respect show that we attended uh, a month ago in, in January um, is actually going to be going online just got that in again that uh, processed and hopefully up here by the end of the week so keep an eye out for that as well uh, that seems like all the indie news that's fit to discuss uh, anything you guys want to bring up before we get out of here I cover it not really Riz. Riz is uh, yes. uh, looking forward, of course, to IWC's 15th anniversary and Super Indie coming up. I am very excited for Super in- uh, for uh, 15, I believe it's called, right? 15, Just, the 15th is, anniversary is, of uh, IWC yeah. coming up here in March. Cole Cabana. With, uh, yeah, Cole Cabana is going to be amazing. Because uh, I, I believe he was, he was scheduled to come to... Uh, no, did he come to the 10th anniversary or... I want to say he did come to the tenth. He didn't come to the tenth anniversary uh, because he was Scotty Goldman back then. But he did send in a video package with I believe I think that was him. Yeah, he did send a video package for 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 the tenth anniversary, and I was kind of bummed he wasn't there. Mm-hmm. But I get to see him again, hopefully at IWC fifteen, uh, if the snow, you know. Hopefully, up. hopefully by in, March twelfth we're May, done with that March. stuff. Yeah, uh, uh, and and Dave Christ, Dave Christ, right? Yep. Dave Christ, uh, formerly of Irish Airborne, uh, is coming back to IWC, which which is weird to see him in singles action. Mm-hmm. I, I honestly have lost touch with what he was doing, and, and then seeing him like in all like hooded and and he's no been brother next to him. And I believe he's been part of the Ohio's for Killers, who uh, who who came through the area, breezed through the area briefly for a couple of months with the Renegade Wrestling Alliance too. Mm-hmm. Uh, and of course, of course, I think they were also in some fashion part of the Dave, the DVI in uh, Marietta that that we had a part in uh, some of the early uh, video production for. Uh, so uh, no, and, and I think and if, if, I think part, Matt Carlin said that he's also was part of this like hour and some minute match uh, that they did, and not the charity one that Hero did, but I think another one. Uh, so and of course Jason Gory, a uh, Gory returning. Uh, he's a he's an original. He's been doing some fantastic stuff outside of IWC. And Pedro DeLuca, one night Pedro only. Is he retired from wrestling. You knew he wasn't going to be he's gone for long. Cash, 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 cash. If you don't go to IWC, you have no idea what the hell we're talking about right now. Uh, but Joe Dabrowski is <laughs> excited, I'm sure. So, but, uh, but Actually, I, I just pulled up. Uh, for people in Ohio, the uh, newer newest card for Fuller or Fullest House uh, in March. <clears throat> uh, little Guido is going to be in it nice. against against I believe uh, former competitor in Super Indie 
all ego Ethan Page. Nice. Oh, nice. Um, let me see what else. I there were other matches, but it's not loading for me for some reason. Uh, I just know that that match was on there, and I'm pretty excited for that. But yeah, it's not loading for me. Uh, and the return of Rockstar Spud and Homicide. Nice. So that that, that card is going to be stacked whenever it pulls up for me. <laughs> Tell me it's Spud versus Homicide. Oh, God. I hope <laughs> Please do it. <laughs> oh, great stuff. So much great stuff happening out there in, in indie wrestling world. Uh, thank you so much for dropping in here at the last minute. Antonio Garza, the WrestlingRevolution.com, and also, also a regular contributor to the Midweek War here at WrestlingMayhemShow.com. Thanks so much. Thank you. Thank you for having me. And also the Riz, Riz, play game, plays, Riz Plays Games Play. on Twitter and Hello, the YouTube sir. channel as well. Go check it out. A lot of wrestling, WWE 2K15, I'm sorry, 16 action happening on there. Go check that out as well. Thank you, sir. And, of course, uh, 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 I'll throw out a shout-out since he wasn't here for it himself, Inspire Pro Wrestling. Dot com. Amen. Okay, Amen's dead to us this week. Sorry, we'll be. He'll be back next week. Uh, we got a lot of great stuff scheduled in the coming weeks. We're uh, scheduled to talk to Jimmy Corderas, the former WWE ref, as and of course I worked with him a couple of years ago on the uh, refereeing 101 uh, DVD that we did uh, over at IndieWrestling.us. And uh, Reagan Lynn, uh, we talked to Dylan Bostic last year. She's also making waves in women's wrestling with the IWC with Britt Baker that we talked to on the show and so much more. And uh, who knows who's going to pop up here in the coming weeks and months on the Indie Mayhem Show. You never know. You never know. Stay tuned at WrestlingMayhemShow.com. Until next time, support Indie Wrestling. Show is a member of the Sorgatron Media Podcast Network. Find out more at sorgatronmedia.com.